Hi again, everyone. Welcome to Radio MVP, episode number 72, as uh, we continue to do it. And we're going to go back to a throwback, uh, back into the back porch here. A beautiful Saturday morning, talking sports with you, and uh, just a little about everything going on. We had a great week in sports, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe the best weekend since the first two games of the World Series in 2016. Uh and you can go all the way back maybe to the Cavaliers uh, run in 16 when it was. But I thought Northeast Ohio and the Cleveland Indians in general had maybe their best weekend I've ever witnessed. It was just phenomenal, uh, Anthony. I just I thought they, you know, baseball games, you have hits. You have runs, hits, and errors. Well, all they did is hit the ball and score runs the entire weekend with no errors. I mean, it was just kind of like the perfect weekend of baseball. Yeah, it's uh, like you said. It probably, if there ever was a five-day period, four-day period to showcase your franchise, uh, the stadium that us Indians fans so hold so dearly in our hearts. Uh, you know, showcase all of that to the world. It it was absolutely that. It, it You know, starting with the two games in Cincinnati where you looked really good. And we talked about that in the last podcast. You came out and you looked really good. You played good ball. Like you said, you took care of the ball. You didn't, you didn't throw the ball around. And then you come home and I can't remember a more powerful moment in the last 20 years at an All-Star game than I can Tuesday night. From the from start to finish, it was just it, it was powerful. And then uh, to cap it off uh, with Bieber going one, two, three, looking absolutely dominant, and this was a a fifth starter who was caught up last year for a spot start, and now now he can buy a property wherever he wants. Um, and then the uh, Carlos Carrasco moment, stand up to cancer, which I think is really cool they do that during the All-Star Games. Uh, but like you said, from the series in Cincinnati to the Futures game, which I really enjoyed watching that, to the uh, the Home Run Derby, which... Tim, that might have been the best home run we've seen in the last 10 years or so. I mean, it, everything was just spot on. Um, and it really put Cleveland right at the top of the baseball uh, picture. Yeah, uh, I think what made this weekend so amazing this past weekend, or past week, I should say, it's weekend now, um, was... Baseball was the center of the universe in sports. However, life interrupted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really we've seen baseball players be humanized. And I thought that was the key to the entire weekend. And, you know, obviously, I mean, we're going to say something that everybody's been saying for the last week, and it's true. You know, our hearts, thoughts, and prayers go out to anybody who knew Tyler Skaggs and the tragedy that happened there, you know, in Texas. And the entire 
Angels organization and everything. And I'm not going to sit here and say I've talked to him or anything like that. That's ridiculous. But just being a human, you, you have emotions. And the way they handled that, the, the way the Angels had it, you know, both players wearing the number 45 and the moment of silence and the tribute to Tyler Staggs before the game honoring his memory and honoring, you know, baseball in general. And, you know, the person that he was, I thought, was really done terrific. And, again, I kind of humanized the game. And then, as you mentioned in the All-Star game, the stand-up for cancer moment where Carlos Carrasco comes out and joins everybody and says, I stand with his Mm -hmm. sign, followed by... You know, his manager in Francona and his teammates all having the sign that says Cookie on it. It was just emotional. The fans really, really stood up and um, got recognized for their for their humani- humanity in the entire thing. And I thought it was phenomenal. And we haven't even talked about the game. And we'll get to that. But I thought... In general, just those two moments. You know, I mentioned last week when we mm-hmm. did the podcast that some of my favorite moments are before the game. Yes. And you can see what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, you know, the introductions are always fun just because you get to see the different players and they get to get fan reaction. And, you know, uh, and I was wrong last week. I thought it was an extra player added to the to the American League team in CC Sabathia it wasn't an extra player he was an honorary all-star mm-hmm. so yeah. he never played but he was dressed and participated in all that and it was great to see the fans again show their humanity yep. and their fandom to give him the ovation that he deserves as the career that he has had uh, both in Cleveland and New York and that brief stint in Milwaukee and, uh, you know, I think if he ever – I don't think he'll ever go back to Milwaukee as a player. I don't believe New York and Milwaukee's on the schedule this year. No. But I do believe he would get an amazing reception oh, because he, he was the reason why they made the playoffs that yep. year and, and broke that string of years, I think, 20-some years without making the playoffs. So uh, I think his value was shown, and I love the end of the game where they sent him out uh, to go uh, talk to the pitcher, mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, how you doing out here? <laughs> how you, know? you doing out here? <laughs> Everything okay?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> <And> he smiled. <laughs> and then uh, after the game, someone interviewed him. He says, "Yeah, no, I never want to be a coach. Nope. I never want to be a manager. It's just too much, you know, eyeballs on you and everything going on." And I just thought it was hysterical. And uh, but. Uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of CC Sabathia. He's going to be part of ESPN. Mm-hmm. He's actually part of it now. Um, I believe he's going to have a role in the Yankees uh, organization, similar to what Jim Tomey does yep. for the White Sox and other players have done for the Indians over the years. So it'll be interesting to see. And, uh, you know, if you have a chance, if you listen to podcasts and you don't listen to A to Z podcasts with Andre Knott and Zach uh, Jackson, you need to, because you need to listen to the previous one or the one that was just released about the All Star Game and the pre, because there's great stories there about some of the players and before the game 
and the activities at the Hall of Fame and that. And I'm not going to repeat those stories, but uh, I do want to give a shout-out to that because they do a great job. And obviously, you know, you have the in-game reporter in Andre Knott, so he's going to have a lot of access, and it's pretty interesting. And uh, Zach Jackson, of course, covers the Cleveland Browns for The Athletic. And uh, just to hear the story about the Hall of Fame one, it's worth it. And Joan Jett and... uh, Tito and Bernie Kosar. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, go listen to it if you have a chance, and I re- highly recommend it if you're a Northeast Ohio sports fan because it's just it's just good quality podcasting, and um, that's you know I love podcasts for that reason because mm-hmm. you can do so much in such a little time or amount of time that you want to put into it. And uh, just want to throw that out there before we get into the game and other things going on. But um, it is worth your, uh, it's worth your time. Let's put it that way. For a half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it may be, uh, that story is worth hearing. Yeah, that's why I love podcasting. It's, you know, when we took this, this adventure on now almost two years ago come March. Um, yeah, over two years. We're yeah, two and a half years yeah, into us now. You know, we're two and a half years now. And the thing that I enjoy most about podcasting is it's different from your normal talk show and your normal radio talk shows and your sports shows. It's it's stories, and I think that's what we try to pride ourselves on is stories. You know, we like to tell stories, but also tell the stories through your eyes as a broadcaster and as a fan. And my eyes just getting into the broadcast business and as a fan and uh, two different time periods in life, um, but, but also sprinkle in, you know, some stats here and there. And that's why I like the most about podcasts, like you were saying, the A to Z podcast is a storytelling. You yeah. know, you you know you have these you have these stories that you tell, and you know they're they're fun to uh, go back and oh yeah this happened, oh yeah that happened, and you know that's what I really like the most about uh, the podcast that you know out there now is. Is is a storytelling aspect that you don't get on some you know, of shows, and I think that is something. You know, talk about storytelling and just in general. One thing I've noticed in the last you know, 10, 15 years or so is there's less storytelling during mm-hmm. a radio broadcast of baseball than there used to be. Now, Vince. Vin uh, oh. Scully was the best storyteller ever. I mean, he could tell a game and the story at the same time. Uh, Tom Hamilton does a nice job. He when, he has job a, yeah. when he has a story to tell, he enjoys sharing that mm-hmm. story. And it could be just a conversation he had with one of the players or a coaching staff or someone in the front office or someone that you don't know about. That's the fun ones. When he's actually talking about... Maybe someone in the production uh, and, and stuff that and it's going on with their lives. Uh, that's what I enjoy when I hear Tom Hamilton do a game. You know, he's he can really get into that part of you know radio and that type of a broadcast of a game. And I listen to a lot of games on either the ESPN app or not the ESPN app, the Major League Baseball app, mm-hmm. or even uh, I have SiriusXM. And they're, all of them are exceptional ex- explaining the game, mm-hmm. talking about the game. But I haven't heard that many great storytellers anymore. And it's difficult because the game has changed in the sense of the broadcast of the game has changed so much. 
And I think that's where sometimes your analysts in a game can really add to something if mm-hmm. they have stories to tell about players and that. I mean, I can think about the great play-by-play guys had stories like Vin Scully and, and others. But more than that, you know, Vin was the best. But, I mean, you go back to, like, Harry Carey. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't yep. know if you really listened to Harry Carey. I, I've listened to highlights. Yeah. So. Uh, funny guy. I mean, great. In, you know, and the story used to be said: the more he drank, the more oh, the better yeah. the stories got as the games went on. And uh, you know, he was my introduction to Harry Carey years ago was when he was with the White Sox. Now I never really heard that many innings mm-hmm. by him when he was with the White Sox, but Herb Score used to interview him every year in the pregame. Mm-hmm. Because he used to talk about the White Sox, you know, yeah. we'll get the information about the White Sox. There's yeah. legendary you know, Harry yeah. Carey, you know, and that's when I first heard of Harry Carey when he was doing White Sox games. Uh, that was back in the seventies, I think it was in the mid eighties, is when he switched over to the Cubs. Um, it might have been early eighties, but it was in the eighties, mm-hmm. basically when he went from the South Side to the, the North, North Side. side. Yeah. So, uh, my one Harry Carey story, and I may have told it before, is I spoke to him on the phone once. Really? Yes. When I was working at in Warren at WRRO, I used to do a talk show from 12 to 3 every day with uh, Eric Boland, who now covers mm-hmm. the Yankees. Not the point. But uh, <laughs> Eric's a great guy. <laughs> but that's a uh, get off subject. So Eric and I w- would talk about we were a Pirates uh, yeah. affiliate at the time. So we would try our best to get either uh, someone from the opposition or the Pirates on each week. Mm-hmm. To talk about the series coming up of that weekend or mm-hmm. whatever. And the Cubs were coming to town or the Pirates yeah. were going to Chicago. I can't remember which. I think the Pirates were going to Chicago. So I got on the phone, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. And, yeah, I have one the, the old media guides mm-hmm. back in the day. And you look up the Chicago Cubs and you call their... Sports information, yep. you know, basically mm-hmm. what it is. And you tell them who you are and what you're hoping to do. You know, mm-hmm. like, hey, we're looking to get maybe a you know, 10, 15-minute interview with someone who yeah. can talk about the, you know, okay. someone from the Cubs available. And the guy on the phone goes, well, you want to talk to Harry Carey? I'm like, I can. You I know, can? I, I go, yeah, I'll take Harry Carey <laughs> if I can. He goes, here, I'll give you his phone number. This is his, I had Harry Carey's home phone number. <laughs> and uh, it was... The best messages ever on it, by the way, because you get it and it would always go to a phone recorder. <laughs> and it was his wife. And then they always, you know, have a blessed day, this and that. And, you know, you've reached the carries and yep. all that. It was just, it, it was, was really perfect yeah. though, for him. And so I called and left the message a couple of times, got nothing, no nothing. return. Yeah. So I'm trying, like, it's like this third straight day. I'm trying. I said, yeah. I got to get Harry Carey, you know, because they told me he loves doing this. He'll do it yeah. in a heartbeat. And I called him. He answers the phone. Wow. It's Harry Carey on the other end of the phone in Chicago. And I'm like to myself, you know, kind of sweating don't bullets. Don't screw up now. Yeah, don't screw up. I, I introduced myself. And he goes, who? Who? Where? And I started <laughs> laughing. I says, I'm Tim Continents. I'm calling from Warren, Ohio. We're a, we're a uh, affiliate of the... Pittsburgh Pirates and the Pirates are playing yeah. you know, Chicago this weekend, and we were hoping to have somebody on to mm-hmm. talk about the Cups for the series coming up. Oh, that would be fun! I'd love to do that. <laughs> and and you know, terrible Harry Carey there, yeah. by the way. But you know, and he goes on, and he goes, "Oh, 
how long do you want to do this? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, about 10, 15 minutes, like yeah. I said earlier. Oh, that's way too long. <laughs> now, you got to remember, he's probably in his late 80s. And I'm like, uh, or mid 80s, I'm yeah. not sure exactly what age he passed, but it was not, yeah. it was within a year or two that he, he left us. And the, I was like to myself, um, well, uh, how about five, a little like five minutes or so, 10 minutes max? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I can do that. I can't do it right now. Can you, are you available right now? Like I says, well, I'm not recording right now, but I could, you know. Yeah. Call you back. He goes, no, no, my wife and I got to go. We got a, we got a, we got a lunch date. Da, 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 da. And he telling me this whole story about his lunch. He goes, call me back. Call me back. I'll do it. I'll do it. So I ended up calling like two more times. All I ever got was that message machine. Yep. Never got a chance. But that was my one and one only conversation. It lasted maybe three to four minutes with uh, Harry Carey. But I, I actually spoke with Harry Carey. That is my one and only. It's, it's a shame I never got a hold of him because it would have been legendary to uh, have him on. Uh, and uh, But we had a lot of different guests then on. That's kind of why I, at times, I'll try to reach out to people mm-hmm. to be on the podcast. Because it's kind of fun to have different perspectives and know what they're doing. And, and, st- and uh, you know, legendary people. I'm not sure we're getting any legendary people. But you never know, you know what may uh, transpire. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say you never know. But, yeah, my one and only Harry Carey story is about me having about a three to four minute conversation <laughs> on the phone. Telling him who I was. And why I was calling and what I was hoping to achieve. And he was like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd love to, but I can't do it right now. Oh, you want to record it now? I'll give you two minutes right now. I'm like, oh, geez. I said, I'm, we're not, I'm not at you know, yeah. in the studio to record. Uh, it was funny, but I was, it was really, really uh, one of the, the uh, more uh, funny times I ever had as uh, trying to produce and do a show. Uh, back in the day, I was like, God, that had been 25 years ago, you know. Yeah. Looking back at the time, it was probably around 94, 95. Probably 95. Yeah. It was probably 95, maybe 96. I really don't know. I didn't mark it down, and I don't keep a journal, so. Yeah. Uh, but that's how long ago it was. And, you know, that's you know what's fun. And you get back to the All-Star game. The All-Star game itself was was really fun to watch. Oh, it that was baseball to a T. You know, and give both managers credit. They did their jobs. They got everyone into the ball game. It was competitive. Mm-hmm. They even tried to stole a base late in the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they played the win to 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 an extent that most people say, oh, you never see no more, which I kind of disagree with. Um, you know, things happen in, in mm-hmm. life, you know, in games. But uh, I thought in the end, you know, them choosing uh, Shane Bieber as the MVP was just perfect nightcap to a perfect weekend or a perfect midweek yep. All Star game. Uh, that was just really, really phenomenal, and he he deserved it. He came, he had his one inning pitch in the fifth inning, struck out the side, uh, got to a three two count on the first batter, threw the curveball, yep. and got him out of the inning, and uh, and, and out of, got that first out, and then the second swing, and the third one called. Uh, Really great, and then watch his reaction at the end of the game, holding the bat, a pitcher holding a bat. Yeah, yeah. in American League, the bat, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but I get it. I mean, it's the All Star yeah. game, and I really love it. And then when he chose his truck, the big red. Yeah, I like that yep. too because you know the Indians have the red helm uniforms, yep. and well, that was uh, I thought a uh, 
you know, a nice uh, little symmetry there. And but overall, I loved the game. I thought it was it was a really entertaining game, and uh, I mean, there was a lot of people that could choose. And I thought the writers made a nice choice. I think they made a good choice. Not maybe. I mean, you could argue for others, and mm-hmm. I won't disagree with any of them. You know, you could argue for Gallo and, and his Brantley home run. And, and, and Brantley, Chapman, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think you can you can take away any of their contributions to the game, because that's exactly mm-hmm. what they did. Uh, and to salute the Astros and how good they are and all the players yep. that they had to t- choose, like you said, Brantley, who former Cleveland Indian, I thought that's who was going to get it at the end of the game. Yeah, I did too. I thought Brantley was going to. I was, and I says, you know, I thought there was a chance that Bieber would get recognized, but I didn't really believe it until I seen him on the field. Yeah, and they were introducing him. I said, "Wow, they did do it." Yeah, which was great. And uh, the second Cleveland Indian to win the MVP at the home ballpark, and only the third player to do yeah. that. So, pretty cool. Yeah, it was of all the professional sports All Star games. Major League Baseball, hands down, still has the best. Oh, absolutely. And Without question. The, there's actual effort in there. The guys are trying to win. It means something to them. And even though there was nothing on the line, you know, the World Series isn't on the line anymore. Who hosts? Uh, what I really enjoyed is uh, the players being mic'd up. That up bat in the first inning with Justin Verlander and Freddie Freeman. That was phenomenal. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, having Springer and Bregman and Brantley. That was really cool, and you can tell that's not Michael Brantley's fourth day. He just doesn't. But you know what? He went along with it. He had fun with it. Exactly. And then I think to the cap of the night was uh, when they had uh, Francisco Lindor on, and uh, what stood out to me was my city, my city. Enjoy my city. Please enjoy my city. Um, and just a cool story that I found during the the inning was, I believe there were two outs in the inning. Uh, I forget who was on the mound. And Chris Bryant came to the plate. And how fitting would it, is it that the All-Star Games in Cleveland, Joe Buck, who we've talked about endlessly little time, is announcing the game with uh, Francisco Lindor there. And then a Chicago Cup comes to the plate. And, of course, in Joe Buck fashion, the first words out of his mouth are not, now coming to the plate, Chris Bryant. It's World Series champion, Chris Bryant. And I found it hilarious that I think Buck mentioned World Series champion maybe four or five times. He didn't mention just once. He made sure to mention that Chris Bryant is the World Series champion from 2016. And it it brings back a little bad memories. but. What I found funny was Lindor goes, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. Joe, please don't talk about that. Joe, please stop talking about it. Please stop talking about it. And I found it was kind of cool that, you know, they were going back and forth. And, you know, it just goes to show um, how fun this game is. And from Sunday night or Sunday afternoon to Tuesday night, how meaningful baseball can be and how it can bring everybody together. Um, you know, we talk about this time in our country where we're separated and divided a little bit. Uh, political beliefs, your stances on this, your stances on that. And it's really cool uh, how a scrimmage, it's basically an exhibition game, can bring people from different parts of the world all together. And I thought that was really cool. And uh, it was capped off last night by... 
the Angels throwing a combined no-hitter with everybody wearing 45. I thought that was, you know, that was baseball. There's no other, I, I, I don't know how other way you can put it besides you know. that's baseball. And it's just, and it's a shame. And it, there's nothing we can do because we're on the West Coast. But it's a shame that, you know, those games start at 10.05 because that would have been really cool for the entire country to see. Uh, it's just... Uh, that's one reason I love the Major League at ba- uh, bat. This, this week in baseball probably was the best week we've had in a long, long time. Yeah, it really was. And, you know, to kind of cap what you were saying there, and you know, it was kind of funny because you and I talked about going to a game uh, yesterday. And... Um, you know, just circumstances kind of mm-hmm. prevented it from happening, which is no, not the end of the deal. There's plenty of games left in the season uh, for that. But, you know, I and I remember saying, you know, hearing uh, the interviews after the game with the Angels and the pregame ceremony that we talked about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the All-Star game and then what they did celebrating the life of uh, Tyler Skaggs was just phenomenal. And hats off to the to the Angels for mm-hmm. how they handled that entire situation, and, and they're going to, you know, let's face it, they're going to have to deal with it every day. You know, not just for this season, but for the rest of their Realize, lives. Yeah. yeah, and it's weird. Uh, I'm not trying to get too um, religious here, mm-hmm. or but it's funny, because baseball has this reverent, reverent type feeling yes. to it. Yes. In, in our nation. It's a healing. You know, yep. you can go back to many tragedies and world events that has happened, and baseball's always been a part of it. Yep, and how it has helped either unified or unite or kind of uh, you know bring people together. You know, like you mentioned, it, it kind of divides, it brings all your divisions together, and yep. you're cheering for the same reasons and. Um, what happened last night in Los Angeles, uh, just phenomenal. I mean, the combined no-hitter, the cel- celebration of Tyler Skaggs, they're all wearing 45, and the draping of the of their jerseys on, jerseys the, mound, yeah. on the mound, his mom throwing out the first pitch. Uh, it's just, what I was going to say is, it seems like, you know, that old saying is... Um, there's a Bruce Springsteen song, and he says, you know, we're going to go down the river and wash our sins away. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like that's what baseball does. You all, We all come together to celebrate a game and enjoy it, and we kind of all wash our sins away, you know, yep. whatever they may be, by being at that game and or participating in different things and or either watching it on TV or watching highlights of it. It's it's weird. It, I just have that feeling sometimes, and I know that's kind of kismic or, you know, a different type of, uh, uh, you know, a, a saying, but it really, truly does. I mean, I think sometimes baseball, walking into a stadium, walking out, it's kind of like washing our sins away. Yep. You know, we have a chance to renew ourselves and, and remember what it's like to be a kid again and, and cheer and, and care about things. Yep. And, you know, everyday life comes back very quickly mm-hmm. and we all have to deal with different things and we will. I mean, that's the human nature. And, uh, but yeah, that was, if you don't believe in a higher power or if you don't believe in karma, 
and good karma. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night, I can't explain it. I honestly cannot explain it. It was just—it was, it was just so beyond perfect that you could not. I cannot even come to conclusion other than say, you know, we all washed our sins away, and we had, uh, you know, the Tyler's guy looking down on them and and you know blessing them and uh, just you know telling them that they, everything's gonna be okay. The and only it was just amazing. The only way that. You can write that up as if it's a Hollywood movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I Build mean, dreams. Yeah, it's it's basically the only way that scenario writes itself out is if it's a Hollywood play movie. And to see it happen in real life, the first home game back after the pass, and the first home game back after the All Star break. Um. And you know what? If I'm the Angels, I petition Major League Baseball where 45 the rest of the year. Well, I, I don't know if it necessarily needs to happen, but I can see a player or two choosing to do that if they want to. One game a week, so, yeah, you know, whatever. something like that. I, I just don't know. I'm not sure that's the correct way to handle it. I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah. I'm not sure it's the best way. Uh, going back to, you know, when the Indians had their tragedy back in the 90s mm-hmm. or yeah, 91, 91 yeah. yeah, the boating accident. You know, there were players that had trouble handling it. Yep. And in the end, it cost them, really, their careers. Some of them were young. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Indians, you know, had to make tough decisions and and, and send players back down or mm-hmm. uh, release them. And you have to – it's a fine line. It's a difficult, difficult scenario for anybody to be in. And, you know, like I said um, – Hopefully they'll they'll work their way through this and, and everything good will go forward. But I was just absolutely, absolutely just thrilled with how baseball handled and how Northeast Ohio handled the All Star game and everything. And like I said, what happened last night with the Angels just it's kismic. I don't know how to say it. it's just amazing how baseball works and. Um, and it's part of the healing process. Always has been. And I imagine it will always will be. Uh, oh, yeah. Other sports have their moments, but no one seems to capture uh, base or America's spirit better than baseball. That's just my opinion. I think it, I think it goes back to the old adage and the old saying is you never know what you're going to see at a baseball game. And you truly never know what you're going to see. It's every night something new is going to happen and something historic can happen. And it can happen from the most unlikely of sources. We've seen it for decades and we'll, you know, we continue to see it. You know, it's, you know, it's like you said, it's, there's no other sport that can capture this much, I don't mystique or magic or, you know, just good karma than baseball, uh, and it, it it really is cool. It really is fitting, and it's fun. Um, it what it's what makes this game America's pastime still, and it truly is still America's pastime. And um, it's why baseball is my favorite game. Oh, there's a question about it. You know, and there's so many things to get into. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit. About the NBA last mm-hmm. week, 
NBA back in the news again. What an yeah, offseason. Uh, <laughs> Holy crap. It just never ends, you know. And now Westbrook's been traded, and uh, CP3 is going over to uh, he, uh, from Houston. To Oklahoma, to City. Oklahoma City, and they they get for a, a boatload. little bit. They're probably going to flip yeah. him soon. Yeah, and they got a boatload coming back, you know, and, and draft picks. I tell you, uh, it's amazing. What, remember what we were talking about a couple nights ago? Is we said the players run the NBA. The players make it's the a players' league, it, it, and it, definition of a players' league. You don't see teams doing the whole build to their draft, build to their draft, and that's what Oklahoma City's looking like they're going to try to do, maybe. I think what they're doing is building assets. I mean, it's very and similar could... to what the what the Cavaliers did after they lost LeBron James the first mm-hmm. time. They ended up building... I mean, this was their goal, was to get as many draft picks as possible. And, you know, they drafted well. Mm-hmm. Not every draft pick worked out. But in the end, four years later, they were still a losing team. And LeBron comes back. Yep. And you had all these assets and draft picks still in your pocket and young players to move. And all of a sudden, the Cavs went from one of the worst teams in the NBA, because you had the superstar, to go into four straight NBA finals. And that's how it works in the NBA. You have to have the superstar to build around Mm -hmm. and then have that superstar bring others with them. And that's just the way. I mean, the Cavaliers were fortunate. They had Kyrie in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. They just signed him to an extension at the time. And they knew damn well LeBron was coming back. They made the room to get him. Yep. And everything went from there. Uh, the West is just loaded. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be. Holy cow. You know, it won't shock me that a great team might finish ninth. No. And, and be left out. Because I think there are teams that are still really good. For the regular season, who are going to be challenges for these teams? Uh, mm-hmm. I think Portland's going to be a challenge for a yep. team. You know, I think Utah Utah's gonna is going to still be a real good. There's two teams who could potentially be spoilers. You know, let's say in the top four, yeah, of the eight that make the uh, playoffs in the, in the NBA and the West. And there's, and I think, I think Denver could be a team that can. You know, yeah, there's three teams there that could be in that top eight. Now, you get all these other super teams that but you now, haven't mentioned San Antonio yet. Yeah, who, I know who made the playoffs right. last year. So, you know, it's just it's a matter of when and, and how it all shakes out. It's a long season in basketball, and there's plenty of time to get to it. But uh, my hats off to the NBA how they have handled their off seasons and how they've uh, taken advantage of it and, and made big noise in in July that normally. You know, no one cares about the NBA in no. July. No, they but they have them made it. and that's where the league gets it gets all the credit. Yep, they have they have made they made a system where it gets it, kind of like the NBA or the NFL, where there is no downtime in the NFL in the twelve months. No, nope. they've spread it out. They make sure everything happens at a certain time, scheduled to keep them in. In the noise, in the news, and they've done a great job, and they have for many years, and they continue to fine-tune that and make it better. And let's face it, football season is literally uh, a week away, I think, uh, around the 21st or and I think is when uh, teams start reporting. And I believe the Broncos and Falcons can start a couple days earlier because they're playing in the Hall of Fame game. I don't know the exact rules, but I believe they get... 
a couple days. Yeah, they get about a week early. Yeah. Because they're the first game of the uh, preseason. And this is not football in shorts anymore. It is football in pads. Yeah, we'll we be soon. We are 44, 40, 44 days, 43 days away from uh, YSU kicking off. and Yeah. We are 30, 35 days away from high school football. So our high school football season on Western Reserve Digital Broadcasting will be coming your way starting August 29th, a Thursday night in Niles as the Highland Tigers take on the Niles Red Dragons to kick off our regular season. And to note, we have five games this year that will be aired also simulcast on AM 600. WRQX. What I like also is we're on the Live 365 network and the TuneIn app. I love the TuneIn app network. Uh, A lot of cool games can be heard on there also. Absolutely. So a lot of ways to find us this year as we will be on Western Reserve Digital Radio all season long along with uh, certain games that will be simulcast on Terrestrial Radio on WRQX AM 600. And our first game of the season will be that with Howland and Niles. And then the following day, huh, this oh, is this, my. Um, I have to apologize to our audience. <laughs> this is just, you know, it's not necessarily, you know, one of the ones you it's want. It's a pretty low-key yeah, game. Yeah, it's a low-key it? game. Yeah. It's the Warren Harding Raiders going to Canton to take on the Bulldogs. And you'll hear that one exclusively on Western Reserve Digital Radio. So we're back at the Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, huh? Yes. That's a darn shame. Yeah, that's go going to be rough. <laughs> that is going to be rough. I'm looking forward to week three, Tim. Go ahead. I'll let you tell it. Week three, we get Cardinal Mooney at Akron Hoban. And you and I had the privilege of watching Mooney a couple years ago in the playoffs. We, know, we all know Cardinal Mooney. Yes. And uh, you and I watched Hoban last year dismantle uh, Mass in the state championship game together. Uh, that will be really fun to go up there to Akron and a beautiful, a beautiful stadium they have up there in Akron. And then on the 14th, the Saturday, following that, excuse me, let me back up, 13th on a Friday, in we have Cheney at Liberty. And Liberty's got the new turf going in this yeah. year, so uh, it'll be really cool to have uh, Youngstown Cheney in their first year back playing football and uh, going to Liberty making some uh, stadium renovations, so... Those first four games, Tim, are just absolutely cool. Yeah, and then Saturday afternoon, I believe this game will be played, is Lisbon at Valley Christian, and that will be played at Poland High School. And that is Saturday, September 14th. And then the following week, this is a tough one to get excited about. It really is. <laughs> it's it, I'm underselling it here just a little bit. It's a rivalry uh, of the... Well, last playoffs and mm-hmm. everything else. Yeah. It's Hubbard and Struthers. Uh, it is on September 20th. It's Hubbard at Struthers, and that will be simulcast on uh, AM 600 WRQX. And you want to talk about rivalries? Yes. You want to talk about rivalries? Oh, we are going to How about one? it on September 27th when uh, Mooney and Boardman play again? And. You talk to people in Boardman, and you talk to people at Cardinal Mooney, and uh, they don't like each other. 
There's just a there's a lot of history between the two, a lot of a, a lot of intermingling and. Uh, it's going Again, to be that fun. game's on WRQX. That game's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that one personally because uh, former graduate of Bourbon, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously, I actually have not done that many Bourbon games over the years. No, we have I, not done a Bourbon game yet, have we? In our yeah, three? we did uh, a couple years back. We had Harding and Bourbon. Okay, so we yeah. had one. Yes, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But this will be my first chance to be at the new stadium. Gorgeous. Yeah, I've never been. I've I've walked around it. I've been in it. I've we never not done a game. broadcast or been at a game site. So I'm and that game will be packed. Yep. The following week, we are going to your alma mater as Cleveland JFK takes on the Canfield Cardinals. Yeah, that game's going to be a lot of fun. It's personal to me, like you said. Uh, you know, I graduated from there. Uh, my cousins. The assistant offensive line coach there. So that will be really cool to go back and see uh, Coach Pavlinski and the Colonels. So we covered in the playoffs last year all the way to the regional finals. So Yes. Really, uh, it's going to be fun as mm-hmm. we continue on. Then we have Niles at Struthers on October 11th, and that one will be simulcast on WRQX. And, and then, uh, once again, we're going back to Canfield. As uh, East comes to Canfield, and Canfield's only regular season loss the past two years was to Youngstown East late in the game last year. Um, two once, playoff contenders yeah. last year? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of two fun. Two really talented teams. We saw East a couple times last year, and they are fast. Yeah. They are I'm really looking fast. forward to that game tremendously. It's Boy, our schedule really takes a nosedive after that game, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, this, this is one Matt... It was absolutely upset with that. I put on the schedule. He was very upset with me. I said, you know, this is a game we really need to do, Matt. I know this is going to break your heart to have to do this. Uh, but the Cardinal Mooney Cardinals are hosting the Ursuline Irish. Youngstown's Holy War. Probably a top five rivalry in Northeast Ohio. Um, I mean, you put it right up there with St. Ed's and Ignatius. Uh you talk about rivalries in the state of Ohio, Ursula Mooney. It's, that's all you got to say. That's all you got to say is Ursula Mooney. Yep. And that game also will be simulcast on WRQX. So, and then we'll end the regular season with another tough one. With might be our best game. Yeah. It, well, I won't say best game because I really love the schedule. But what a way to end the regular season on. November 1st, it's the Springfield Tigers traveling to the McDonald Blue Devils. And the last time we covered McDonald, we had McDonald Western Reserve in, pro- in one of the wackiest endings we- we'll ever see. Yes. Uh, absolutely yes. fantastic football game. Um, and it, Boy, our first, our first season on Western Reserve uh, digital broadcasting is... Subpar, I would say, huh? Yeah. You better get some better games next year. <laughs> I tell you what. What a loaded um, schedule. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun. With we're going to get Jim cool We're going to get Jim on here in the next week or two uh, and just talk about the football season coming up and everything Start that, soon. Yeah, everything that's planned for uh Western Reserve mm-hmm. Radio and uh you definitely want to check it out. It's, it's been it's been a great summer for me cuz I've got to mm-hmm. cover some of the uh Semi-pro games with him up in, uh, in the Cleveland area and also in Erie, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, just to, you know, being able to cover football during this time of the year. So it's it really cool to see the growth, yeah, of West Reserve 
uh, digital broadcasting. It's incredible uh, the work Jim's done and the help of others. Uh, he's really turned that into a freight train rolling, and uh, we good. are really excited. It when really, that came truly, up. is going to be the premier outlet of high school sports in our area and maybe Northeast Ohio. And I think it comes bro. at a really appropriate time with the Vindicator shutting down um, before the high school football season ends. Yes. Um, there, there needs to be news outlets that step up and take the reins of covering our great athletes here in the high school area. We have a ton. And like you said, it could be the leader in covering high school football here. Uh, we sure hope so. We're excited to be along for the ride. If we fail to mention, of course, everybody knows about the the uh, decision the Youngstown Vindicators made, uh, of course, to close their doors on uh, uh, August 31st is mm-hmm. their last publication. So we have a lot of friends who uh, work there. Uh, I met many over the years, and our hearts go out to them and their future. And hopefully, someone will step up and take a chance on this market and bring uh, the news back here, yeah. on a daily basis that people could subscribe to and support. And the Vindicator had an amazing run of 150 years. Uh, wish it was longer. However, um, our hope and prayer and in this community, because we need, we need a daily outlet mm-hmm. for all news. Yep. Not just sports, but all news and uh, entertainment. And I hope it happens, because uh, we've become the largest market in, in America without a daily newspaper now. Yep. So uh, that's my two cents worth. And uh, hopefully, you know, like I said, something amazing will happen here shortly because I know a lot of people who um, who have worked there and still do and uh, and will to the end. And we wish them nothing but the best going forward. However, we're talking about football and high school. And if you would like to be part of our schedule, you can contact me at either on Twitter at Tim Continenza or email me right here at Tim at RadioMVP.com. Uh, very simple. And let us know if you would like to be part of our coverage because we have slots available and we have a great opportunity and there's a lot of different um, packages available that we can tailor to your needs. So uh, that's my two cents. If you want to get involved, we definitely use your help. Looking forward to that. And you can do individual games. We can make a, a game package for you. Like if you want to just do four or five games and want to pick those games, you can do it. You can do an entire season package, which will include the playoffs for you mm-hmm. uh, at one price. So uh, a lot we can do for you. And I look forward to uh, reaching out to some people I know. And, and if you happen to be someone we do not know and like to get involved, uh, like I said, Tim at RadioMVP.com. I'm on Twitter at, you can push, DM me at T Continenza, or excuse me, Tim Continenza on, uh, on Twitter. And that's probably the easiest way to reach me. Even if you know me on Facebook, you can do it that way yep. too. Uh, and if you know me personally, just get a hold of me. Simple as that. Because, uh, like I said, this is going to be a great schedule, and we have uh, uh, some really ambitious ideas in the future. And you want to get on board at the ground level and be part of this because uh, West Reserve Radio is not just the Valley's going to be a premier sports outlet, in my opinion. It's going to be a premier local 
outlet for local sports mm-hmm. and national sports and other things. So it is really going to be special. So get involved. Have fun. Join us. And we'll salute you all day long. And uh, we'll make it work for you. Yeah, it's uh, when when you came to me about this end of last football season, it was I think it was a no-brainer for all of us. It was uh, you know the to- it was in the talks. We you know kind of could all get back together and uh, be on this platform uh, that has a lot of promise. Uh, it's already booming already. Um, it, it's going to be a lot of fun this this high school football season that starts and. Almost less than a month. Ah, can't wait! And it's incredible to—it's incredible to wrap your head around that uh, football starts in less than a month, almost. Yeah, and it's going to be here, and it's going to be a lot—a lot to do, a lot of a lot of work ahead of us, but a lot of good work, fun work, and I can't wait. Is to it really bring work it to. though? Nah, no. You know, you know the old saying: "Find a job that you love to do, then it's never a day at work." That's it for that's us on this, Friday this, night. Yeah, that's exactly what We don't work on this. Friday night. Exactly. It's just, it's honestly a privilege to do it. And, you know, I've been involved in high school sports going back to the early 90s, 92, 93, 94 range and up. And uh, it has been really, I've had some of the best times in the world uh, covering different teams and mm-hmm. sports and and. Not just here in Northeast Ohio, but in Western Pennsylvania. Don't want to forget my friends over there. And uh, we're going to have a lot of you know things here, right here on Radio MVP. Uh, obviously, our partnership with Western Reserve Digital Radio goes forward. Our podcasts will be on, and other things will be going forward. So he's going to be able to um, really help come cross-promote between the two of us. So uh, we look forward to that and, and continue to move forward. reason I do the podcast is for an outlet. Yep. We can be creative and have fun, talk about what's going on in Topical, Anthony. And, you know, sometimes we get deep into something like earlier today. Sometimes we just have a yep. lot of fun talking about a schedule coming out. Yeah, and this is like, and this is our variety of the NFL schedule release. Yeah. This is what... You know, this is what we look forward to. We look forward to when our high school football is released and finalized and when uh, we can share with our listeners. And we thought last year we had a good schedule. And we we had a good schedule every year. No, we have. You're right. But this is just absolutely incredible from September or from, you know, the first game in August to the last game in November. November. Exactly. It's, it's jam-packed. And what I like, again, a lot of storylines. There's a lot of old, old-fashioned old rivalries. Um, and it's just really fun. It's, Our most important thing to remind everybody is Radio MVP Scoreboard Show will return for its third season. Yes. And uh, I will have highlights of the games and scores from around the valley and uh, western and Pennsylvania. And much needed now. Oh, yes. It will be much needed now. So we... So, and uh, if someone's out there wants to help and get involved, they're more than welcome. We'll figure out a way for you to uh, be involved. And uh, Simple th- as that. This will be year two of the Ice Castle Report. Just want to... Uh, you know, plug that. You know, I don't want to get off topic of the high school football uh, since we are covering that. But uh, this will be a year or two of the S-Cash report uh, where Tim and I break down uh, each Youngstown State game. And I look forward to the next. And I'm hoping this year, Tim, 
that the first ice castle report. I'm going to try to do something. I'm going to try to have the first ice castle report this year of 2019 before the season starts. Sounds like a we plan. We can talk about the game and the season, and then. Yeah, hopefully the first game recap will be a little more enjoyable than last year. Uh, that was not fun to cover. We did not. Yeah, have last fun year was uh, in that the past. Was, it's in the past, tough. my friend. I am, uh, but, but I am looking forward to uh, year two of the Ice Cash report, and uh, you know, so maybe you know some cool ideas that I have. You know, looking forward to them. Maybe we got. We have uh, two bye weeks this year. We got to fill some time with uh, two bye weeks. Uh, so we'll definitely get time to do that. There's a lot of stuff to cover, and you know, we're really looking forward to that. So, should be good. Looking forward to it all, uh, and a uh, lot of lot of things going on this time of the year. Some say it's Christmas in July, right? Ah, uh, we're having a Christmas in July next week for my family, so I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. I absolutely think it is. It is, and uh, I'm looking forward to it too. There's so much good things going on this time of the year, and I'm I'm uh, actually getting excited. I'm on my vacation week starting today oh, from are you? work. Yes, I wish so, I was on vacation this week. <laughs> got a lot to do around the house and and, and some other things, but. Uh, it's good to have the time off. I took it now before the, uh, the high school the, football. Yeah, starts. exactly. Everything coming on. Yep. So I thought this was a good time to recharge the batteries and do some new things and and uh, enjoy uh, summer. Because God, it's acting like summer for the this first time this be, year. This this past week probably was the best week of summer we've had. Where it only rained for like forty five minutes. It wasn't awful. It got away. Early in the morning and late in the afternoon. Uh, and then yesterday, I thought it might have been the most beautiful day of the summer. Yeah. 75, 78 degrees. Um, it was absolutely gorgeous. And it's right hard. now, it's not too bad at all either. Wouldn't mind uh, maybe joining you with my sticks out on the golf course this week sometime. I am. You let me know. We'll make it. We'll make a tea time. All right, we'll definitely do that. All right, we're going to wrap this one up here. Here, I want to thank you all again for listening. You can find us, of course, on RadioMVP.com, on Facebook, on Twitter. We are the Real Radio MVP on Twitter. And just to make the announcement, our man. Anthony is back. Yes, I am back after much pleading from my friends to get back on. Uh, I figured it was time uh, with our podcast taking off and high school football starting here soon and uh, the college football season starting here soon. I figured it was time to uh, get back on and join uh, Twitter Nation, whatever they call it, Twitter Universe. Uh, You can find me at ACAPS17, same as my Instagram page. Um, and looking forward to showcasing and highlighting uh, the games we cover and the games we talk about. It'll be a lot of high school football stuff, and uh, you can find. We'll use that as a springboard to promote our podcast, uh, a Western Reserve game of the week that we're doing, and also the Ice Cast Report. So a lot of high school football. A lot of Youngstown State football sprinkled it with some uh, some other stuff. Yeah, in the next few weeks, we're going to reach out and obviously James uh, Dotson. Mm-hmm. James Dotson, our good friend from uh, Western Pennsylvania, covers the 
the Whipple. We'll talk to him and we'll reach out to Ray Ryan Storm for coverage District 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll reach, obviously, we're going to do a first time we haven't done it yet. And uh, it's funny because Mark uh, goes, What am I coming on? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we're going to have Mark Means coming on with Jim Craven. Uh, they d- are the duo on AM 1240 yep. doing their game of the week. So we're going to have Mark on and others uh, during the football season. And of course, we'll reach out to Steve Ruman and find out what his plans are uh, going forward. Uh, he, of course, writes for the Vindicator yep. and covers high school sports for the last you know, 25, 30 years in, in the Valley. So we're going to reach out to him and others who have uh, been part of the coverage of high school sports. So a lot of things going to go in, in the future for us. But this is going to wrap up our podcast here, number 72 of the Radio MVP Sports Podcast. My thanks to you for listening. And, again, if you want to get a reach uh, Anthony or I, you can do it on Twitter, and you can find us on our uh, webpage, RadioMVP.com, and, of course, Tim at RadioMVP.com if you'd like to become a sponsor. Uh, not only, let's say this, of our high school football season, but this podcast. Mm-hmm. We can make it happen. All right. My thanks to Anthony and to you most of all. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.